What is going on, everybody? Welcome to Food Fitness Family. Extra emphasis on family since Marks and I are about to be dads again. Well, me dad too, you dad one. Yep. Uh, me, man, we are both out of it this morning, so give us a second here to get warmed up. We just hopped on about five minutes ago. Marks is doing the stretches. I am just uh, powering through, I guess. Yeah. So it's Big Daddy Blankenship. Body Shot Poppy, you know, I run Blank Slate Fitness. So if you guys are ever interested in any coaching, you can always reach out. Blank Slate Fitness underscore 91. And then we have the Mr. Beautiful Marcus Gates himself. His selves. He's just one person. I can't <laughs> talk. He's himself. Uh, if you want to get any coaching from him, you can always find him at Thriving Lives Fitness. All on IG because we don't do Facebook. We do do Facebook, but bleh. Nah, you can find us there, but find us on Instagram. It's more fun. Yeah. More active there. I don't yeah. post reels on Facebook. No. Anyways, Marcus, how's your last seven days? Dude, pretty good. We uh, worked our asses off on the nursery this week. We got it pretty much all the way done. Just waiting on the new uh, like outlet covers to come in. And then that's that's good to go, at least for the stuff that we can do right now. So that's been cool. Signed up a couple clients. <clears throat> got a couple uh, returning clients and whatnot as well. So that's been good. I'm um, just kind of treading water, getting to uh, what we're going on, uh, uh, our baby moon this week to to Miami. Um, but yeah, that's really it's really it the last uh, last week or so. That's what's up, man. Yeah, I, man, this last week has kind of flown by. We had an eight hour birth class that we went to. Fun. Uh, it was actually it was very informative, so okay. I'm glad we went. Sure you learned a lot. Um, yeah, you did actually learn a lot. So. Yeah. Just pass me. I, would I would suggest doing one if you want to do it. It's actually really informational. We were actually the only uh, second time parents. Everyone else was first time parents. So uh, we were like the cool kids of the class, I guess. Yeah. Um, Did everybody say, would you, how'd you fuck up the first time? <laughs> yeah. No, we just told them it was like we felt like we didn't know yeah. enough and we wanted to get, get more that. prepared. Uh, you know, the more you know, the more you can. Uh... Well, you guys are going to have yeah, a doula. So. Yeah, it, it'll be yeah. easier for you. We opted to not have a doula, um, so I'm gonna like kind of be the doula. I make so sense. I I just want to be able to know as much as I can. Yeah, uh, we did maternity picture shoots, and then honestly, man, just work. I signed up a new client last night. Um, I have consult today. Um, I'm just getting back. I've had a couple gym meetings this week. Just getting the gym ready for the grand opening. That will be tomorrow, but it'll be already done by the time this launches. So hopefully it's big. Um, yeah, dude, just trying, you know, I am trying to stay busy, just staying very busy, trying to be really on my shit. Uh, recorded Protein Bros yesterday. So that's good. Nice. Um, Talking about the Lee be, Summit, Lee Summit Body Shop. Yeah, Lee Summit Body Shop and a little bit of the past. Nice, nice. Um, yeah, man. So just, you know, busy work, just setting it up for the future. Yeah, hell yeah, man. Well, good, good, uh, good past seven days or so. And then, um, yeah, so today we're going to be talking about common mistakes uh, that we see our clients make. I'm sure this list could be a mile long, but we've got a little short list of things we'll kind of touch on today. Uh, yeah, brother. Anything else before we kind of dive into that? No, you have a pretty good list and I feel like that's going to take up a lot of our time. Yeah. Sometimes yeah. we go up on tangents and we're talking about one topic for 20 minutes because well, I get pissed off about something. Or And I'm sure one of these or 10 of these will 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 do that as well. But, uh, well, cool. I'll just start kind of rattling off our list in no particular order. I mean, I would say I didn't even write this one down, but a common mistake that clients make are not checking in, not checking in on time. Um, I, I, I'll kind of start with my biggest pet peeve as 
as uh, with clients. I mean, really, I'm never upset about bad weeks that they have, never upset about mistakes they make. It's much more about um, a lack of communication, a lack of accountability, a lack of reflecting at the end of each week. You know, I know we we both have similar check-in processes in terms of asking for all the biofeedback, bio but also that's their time to reflect on how their week went. You know, how'd you sleep? How was your digestion? How was your, obviously, diet this week? How was your nutrition? How were your workouts? But that's a time where we don't just want answers. We want you to actually truly reflect because if you're reflecting and you're being accountable like that, you're going to make progress. Um, even if you had the worst week in the world, that's by far the most important week to check in. Um, so it doesn't continue on. Yeah, no, I agree. I hate when people don't check in. It's, uh, oh, I got too busy. It's like, I don't understand. It's literally the first thing I do. And it takes me four minutes to type out my check. Yeah, it doesn't. Like, it's it, not, it's not it hard. Take long, no. I even give some people the option to check in on Sunday and I just get back to them on Monday if they're yeah. Mondays are too busy. Um, yeah. Another thing I really hate is when they're like, I'm like, why haven't you checked in? I just, nothing's working. So I just haven't checked in. Okay. So then maybe you should fucking check in so I can change something. Yeah. Then they yeah. check in and I'm like, you're lost three pounds. I don't understand what's <laughs> upsetting here. Yeah. Um, and every time you don't check in, it's just a missed opportunity to get better, especially especially when I have athletes who don't check in that really like pisses me off. It's like, yeah. I don't care. I, yeah. Like you said, I really don't care if you had a bad week. It, shit happens. Like no one's perfect. It's okay. Wash, rinse, repeat. Let's get back to it this week. But it's like, it's more annoying when you don't check in. It's Oh, Oh, a hundred percent. Uh, 100%. And, and ultimately it's not, it doesn't even boil down to, Oh, I'm scared that you're going to be upset or I don't want you to be, you know, disappointed in me. It's much more because they're disappointed themselves. But I mean, coming back to the, the competitors, I, I I couldn't imagine having a competitor that, that didn't check in like a normal lifestyle client. Like I think they have a lot of things they're working through in terms of just this is all new to them a lot of the time. You yeah. know? And, and then and then it's also we're trying to rewire our brain in terms of how we look at mistakes, how we look at failures or whatever the case is. But a competitor, I'm like, that makes zero sense. You're doing everybody a massive disservice because we don't just have some unopened, you know, like timeline that we could just do this as long as we want. We've got a show coming up. We've yeah. got to be nails for that. And especially for your sake is like, I needed to make an adjustment this week and I can't because either you didn't follow a plan or you didn't check in, but those lifestyle clients, yeah, it's, it's, there's so much rewiring of their brain and how, how they think about things and how they respond to mistakes that we have to overcome almost first and foremost before we can even really tackle the fat loss or tackle the muscle, yeah. whatever their goal is. Um, so that's the biggest thing, but we, I think we've done a whole podcast on exactly that right there. And we'll probably do more of those in the future. I know that's, that's where my clients know that I'm most disappointed because I like communicate to everybody all at once. I'm like, check-ins are so fucking important. Yeah. And, and <clears throat> I don't want to say it's a, a, it's a disrespect thing to me, but it's also like, I'm here waiting on your check-in. Like I'm, I'm whole, I'm trying to hold you accountable, but us doing this online, I can't come to your house and shake you and say, Hey, check in. Like you, you know take that one step. And like you said, it takes, takes a few minutes at the very, very minimum send, send weight picks and say, if you follow your plan or not, but uh, it doesn't take long to do. Um, and shit, like I've got some clients cause my check-in days are Thursday mornings. Um, they'll type up their check-in on like Wednesday night. Yeah. And, and then they'll wake just up. Just got to submit your pictures. Exactly. Yep. Um, well, they don't even send it. And then like on Thursday morning, if anything changed or whatever, then they'll just upload everything. So they, they literally took, you know, 90 seconds maybe to do everything they had to do for the check-in. Um, and again, if, if you're forgetting to set reminders, set alarms, 
write a damn message to yourself on your mirror, like whatever your method is remembering shit. Like, yeah. especially if you're a parent and you have all these things that you have to take your kids to, how, how the fuck do you remember it? You've got to make notes of it. So whatever your system is of not missing stuff, do that. Um, I've, had, I've had someone pay me for six months in full and I got like maybe five total check-ins. That's, that's like, that's definitely happened. And those people, I don't know if you did or not, but like, you know, I, I'll, you know, a week goes by, I might not message them. Um, but if I, a couple weeks went by, I'm like, okay, Hey, where's your checking at? Like I'm sending yeah. them videos, I'm sending them voice memos, I'm sending them texts and, you know, I'll do that a handful of times. But at, at some point, if you're not responding to me after, especially after a couple of messages, then I know that you have mentally checked out and you are just literally just trying to disappear because of what yeah. Well, I have in my uh, welcome letter literally says that I'm not a babysitter yep. and that we are adults and that yep. it's not my job to reach out to you that you hired me. Exactly. So I will check in from time to time. I'm not going to chase anything. No, no. Well, and definitely not on a weekly basis like that. Um, and that's on the weeks that like I have time to really go spend on, on, on checking in with people. But, uh, all right. Next one though. Um, not weighing and measuring food. Um, I think this is important, you know, coming back to at least like my gen, you know, for competitors, it makes no sense why you want to do this. What gets measured gets managed. But even for gen pop clients, you know, same thing, what gets measured gets managed. But I can see like, that's completely, you know, for some people that might be going overboard in their mind in terms of like, I'm being way too focused on food, which I can get their mindset with that. But also we don't know how much you're eating. You might be overeating, might be under eating and your diet plan might say a cup of rice, but if you're having two cups on accident or you're having a quarter of a cup on accident because you're just eyeballing it, that's a huge discrepancy. And then when I go to make changes, we don't, you don't even know how to make that change because you haven't been measuring it. Yeah. I mean, I don't really run into that a lot. I mean, I've, I've no. ran into people measuring their food wrong. Um, and when you sign yeah. up, I, I give you a, a document on how to weigh your food correctly. Yeah. Like some people get confused on, uh, what do you weigh raw versus what do you weigh cooked? Yep. Uh, I have my preferences. Um, so I don't really run into not measuring so much as yeah. I do measuring the wrong way. Yeah. Um, and I've called people out for it before. Like I, uh, Micah Weedner, I, I was training him at one point and I was like, what, how much, how much rice is in that meal? That's a cup. I said, dude, that's at least two cups. Like, there's no way. And I made him empty it on the counter and we had a measuring cup and it was like two cups. Yeah. So there's That's no fucking, fucking awesome. way, dude. That's awesome. Yeah. Um, and, and again, like that isn't the hugest of deals because if I can just get somebody to start eating healthier, like that's a huge win. Already. Yeah. Um, but once that, 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 that honeymoon phase is kind of gone and it's like, okay, the, the easy way to stop falling off. Like that's when we do need to be a little more meticulous as we're getting, you know, deeper and deeper into it. Yeah. Um, this one isn't probably you either, uh, but errors in tracking macros. Um, so I've got some clients that they want to track their macros. They want more flexibility and variety. You know, I'll give them, um, um, uh, essentially guides. Like here are some easy swappable foods. Like, you know, you can switch out chicken with, with a, with a lean, um, lean fish of some sort. Um, and I give them a lot of those examples with it, but you know, outside of those types of forms and stuff that I give out with it, I'm like, if you want more variety and you want to kind of build your own diet plan, that's fine. But you've got to learn how to track your macros accurately with that. And I have a lot of people having issues with that. Um, and that's something that I have to work with, you know, individual clients on kind of overcoming as well, but you also have to kind of work at that. Now that's not something that, that you never necessarily struggle with. Um, cause I know that you're not big into that tracking side of things as well. Um, 
but there there's there's sometimes a lot more issues with that as well or like when they do go log it maybe they ate their diet plan perfectly but they're like hey the numbers on on my fitness pal aren't coming up correct and i'm like okay I've sent you information on this as well. We talked about this as well. Like it's like Wikipedia. When you type in, you know, chicken breast, first off, you need to type in cooked chicken breast. Otherwise it might come up as raw. And second, you've got to find the right entry that aligns with what I have on your diet plan because a chicken breast is going to have a hundred grams of fat, but you can go to yeah. on, on, on a, my fitness pal and create a chicken breast that has hundred grams of fat. You've got to find the right entries as well. When you're logging in, once you find the right one, it's already saved in there. You don't ever have to go search for it again. Yeah, I don't run into that too much. Sometimes I don't mind if people swap things out as long as they're doing it correctly. Doing it correctly. Um, you can't swap 80-20 ground beef with chicken or vice versa. I, I was just about to bring up beef with fish, yeah. Um, the only thing that really annoys me is that like, I break down the macros for my clients and I tell them that the, you know the macros aren't going to be 100%. And because I don't track every minute thing, I don't yeah. care about the protein in the oatmeal. I don't care yeah. about the the carbs and the almond butter, you know, I just count them as a fat source and, and a carb source. Yeah. Um, so I get real annoyed when they're like, my macros don't match. And I was like, what are you talking about? Well, I'm putting everything in my fitness pal. Why are you putting it in my fitness pal? I'm really telling you exactly what to eat. Yeah. Yeah. And if they you're, still you're gonna eat the they, exact diet plan. You don't need to. And they still track it like all the time. And it, it just doesn't make sense to me. It just seems like a lot of double work. And I just have to explain to them that like, listen, not everyone counts these the same. Like I, I count 200 grams of rice as 50 grams of carbs. Someone may count it as 45. Someone may count it as 55. Mm -hmm. You know, someone may count chicken breast at seven, seven grams per ounce. You know, other people don't. It's like, even if you go from carb manager app to my fitness pal to whatever else may be like, they're all going to be a little different. These are yeah. just guesstimates. And that's really yeah. all nutrition is, is a guesstimate. Yeah. And, as you get better, you get to be a better guesser. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Well, and, and, or and, guidelines, I guess. I should yeah. Say. Well, well, and again, you know, if you're, if you're starting something with 200 grams of rice or whatever, even if those numbers are slightly off, if they're just consistently eating 200 grams of rice, you know, it doesn't what, matter if it's off. Hey, yeah. we're, we're going to cut out 50 grams fucking regardless of what the actual carbs are in this at this point. We're cutting out X amount anyway, or we're adding X amount anyway. It's um, like if your scale weighs yeah. heavy. I, I really don't care as long as you use the same scale because then we're yeah. going to have the same deviations. Exactly. Just just be consistent. Um, yeah, I completely agree. Um, all right. Not prioritizing meal prep or not being efficient with it. Um, so with this one, you know, obviously talking much more about gin pop clients, more so than bodybuilders, because I feel like if you're a competitor, like meal prep is everything. I feel like for everybody, it's everything. Um, but um you know, I'll have people that, that kind of run into like, hey, I didn't get a chance to meal prep on Sunday. Um, so this week was really off. I'm like, okay, well, so did you just not exist on Monday? What about Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday? Wednesday? Yeah. You time? Yeah. I'm, and, so, and that's also where meal prep efficiency comes in because if you're somebody who you are spending four or five hours on a Sunday, yeah, you might not have four or five hours on a Monday night to get that meal prep done. So that's also why you need to become efficient with it. You need to find your ways, pressure cooker, you know, throw on all your chicken onto the grill at the same time, like whatever your method needs to be be efficient with it, but that's got to be first and foremost, your priority on Monday, skip the gym. If you have to, um, you know, wake up a little bit earlier before work on Monday, I've went and, and finished my meal prep Monday mornings before I went to work. So I have all my meals ready to go for that week. And I'm not worried about it Monday night. Cause I wanted to go to the gym on Monday night. So yeah, you just have to be super adaptable. And again, I feel like that's a skill that's learned over time. So that's 
another big reason why, hey, you need to check in because if you didn't meal prep, let's talk about a solution. What happens if you don't get a meal prep on, on this coming Sunday? How are you going to respond to that? Are you going to waste two straight weeks in a row? Are you going to you know adapt and figure it out? Yeah, uh, I don't understand, and this is not a blow anyone who does this. I don't understand prepping all your food on a Sunday. Um, honestly, I'm not taking that much time out of my Sunday. I want to enjoy my Sunday. And two, I'm not eating six-day-old chicken and rice that sat in a container <laughs> or, or whatever it may be. Um, I like myself a little fresher, so I usually cook my protein for two or three days at a time. And then I cook my rice like almost fresh every night. I have a rice cooker with a timer on it. And honestly, I can get like four meals ready within 10 or 15 minutes in the morning. And that's with cooking my eggs. It's, I feel like once you're a little more efficient at it, it's not hard. Yep. Um, so, I mean, I mean, that's mine in it. And, and I, another thing that I really, oh man, this one really just chaps my butt is when people, they make all their stuff on Sundays they check it on Monday and then I make an adjustment. Mm -hmm. Okay. And then they contact me the next week and they're like, Oh, I just started a new meal plan. Cause last week I'd already made the meal plan. What? Mm -hmm. So we're just a fucking week behind now. Yeah. Like why did I even make yeah. it? It's like, I take it. It's like, okay. Especially what, because man, you shouldn't be surprised. Like, you know, your check-ins on Monday. So let's wait until then, then, you know, if your check-ins yeah. on Sunday, that's a little different, but it's on Monday. Well, and my thought process is, is that if they're prepping every meal for the week, they probably have them laid out in their fridge. Like these are my meal ones. These are my meal twos. These are my meal threes. Yep. Okay. Well, if I add 50 grams of rice to meal three, take out all your meal threes and put in 50 grams of rice. Like it's, yep. Or if I take yep. it away, just take it. It's like, just eat a little I, bit I less rice. Yeah. It just frustrates me. Like if you're going to spend six yeah. hours, five yeah. hours meal prepping all your food, I don't know why you can't take an extra 20 minutes on a Monday to adjust six meals yeah yeah or even fucking not even do them all at once you know that hey meal three was adjusted this week so then whenever you go to eat meal three add a little more rice to it if you're taking that to work then add a little more rice yeah. you go to work you know whatever those are pretty adjustable things or shit worst case scenario if you have an extra carb source later on that day maybe you're eating cereal maybe you're having a fucking or add a rice cake whatever yeah exactly like make make another clean adjustment that that works with kind of what we're doing with it um, yeah, my meal prep has always been, um, I mean, really it kind of changes its chain a little bit more since I've been home. Cause I have more flexibility. Like today I ran out of food, but I'm also going out of town on Sunday through the rest of the week. So I just thawed out a bunch of ground Turkey. So I'm going to fuck that up and, and fit that into kind of what my fats and protein look like for this week. But, um, which by the way, you had me start, uh, that little, uh, pullback on my diet. Yeah. I'm already down like three and a half pounds this week. Nice, nice. Yeah, yeah, cleaned up right before you went out of town. And yeah, yeah. I wish yeah. we should have started that a few weeks ago, so I didn't look like a fucking chubster on the beach. It'll be all right. Nah, you're still in good shape, but I, I, I kind of wanted I wanted to keep pushing and then pull you back a little. Then we'll push and we'll yeah. pull. Well, I yeah, appetite was just getting just less and less. Over I knew it was starting. Yeah. I could tell it was starting to dwindle by the amount yeah. of free meals you were having. Yeah, to like help stimulate. Yeah, 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 yeah. But uh, yeah, so yeah, so obviously good adjustment. That's why we check in. That's why we have coaches. Um, but, um, all right. So next one with though, um, not swapping out foods when you get tired of them. Sometimes I'll have people that are like getting super fucking tired of food, but they'll just keep forcing it down, keep forcing it down, which I appreciate that. But especially for a gin pop client, eventually once you've done that long enough, you're like, fuck this almost like I'm done with the diet. Cause I've been dieting for so long, whatever. I'm going to go back to old ways. 
and they just completely scrap it. Again, I'm giving you tools. You give tools as well with like, and check in and say, hey, I'm getting tired of whatever. If you don't know how to make that clean adjustment, ask us and we will help you make that adjustment for you so that you can you can make it a little bit easier for yourself so you can actually yeah. look forward to your meals. Yeah, it's you don't have to be uh, Tommy Toughnuts over here. If you don't like the meal, just tell us you don't like the meal. We'll swap it out. You know, yeah. it's not yeah. it's not a big thing. We don't want you to heat up the meal and be gagging about it. You know, I've been yeah. there. Yeah. You know, for a while, my off season when I got real big last year was, I, uh, it was like eighty carbs and like sixty protein, but it was from cream of rice and eggs. Mm-hmm. Dude, I it was such a big meal. Like that is it? It's a lot of fucking eggs. After two weeks, it was like it was like ten whites, three holes, and like a hundred grams of like cream of rice or something yeah. like that. Like it was a big fucking meal. Yeah, dude, it got to the point to where it would take me like forty five minutes to eat this meal. Yeah, and then it would be sitting like a bomb in my stomach for yeah, like that would take forever to digest three four hours. And then I told my coach, I was like, dude, I can't handle this anymore. Like it just takes me forever to eat i just feel like it's not digesting well and i just like i want to vomit so guess what we swapped it to three whole eggs and then i made like a fruit smoothie with some protein and dude it went down easy i was hungry within an hour and a half like it was great yeah it's not hard if you don't like something just let us know you just got yeah just just got to communicate that's really it um there's only seven to ten foods that you really eat on it all the time it's like swap them out you know swap the way you cook them swap what you're doing with them yes exactly mix chicken from rice is a lot different from chicken and potatoes you know swap out your fat sources it's like there's a lot of things you can do a lot of things you know change up uh easy low-hanging fruits is change up the seasoning change up yeah you know if if we're using sauces obviously be mindful and don't go overboard on crazy high sugar high fat sauces but change up your sauces change up the flavoring a little bit i've got like 10 different hot sauces just for however i'm feeling that day um or mustards or whatever whatever you're your sauce go-to is um, like i hate turkey but one of my favorite yeah. ways to eat turkey is i make a turkey meatloaf and then i slice it into what i need and then i put it in the frying pan and i heat it up that way so it kind of caramelizes and crisps up and then i put a That's little good. reduced sugar ketchup on it and it's fucking money yeah it's perfect yeah um all right this one's huge um expectations i actually made a post about this the other day i real about it people's expectations to it it's awful. Well, and, and they they just set themselves up to just be fucking sad and depressed and feel like they're failing when they're actually making great results. Um, you know, or 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 maybe it's hey, your gut's fucked up, your hormones are fucked up, you're not going to be losing weight at a good clip rate right now. We have other things we need to kind of tackle. Um, you know, this is kind of our job to set that tone, set those expectations and make sure that um their mind's in the right spot. But expectations are absolute fucking killers. If you think you're going to drop 20 pounds in the first month, you might, but don't expect that. That's not my goal. If it happens, you drop 20 pounds in the first month. That means you are very big. Yes. You have a lot of excess body fats to drop. Yes. Uh, you're yeah, exactly. You're, you're super inflamed or maybe you're just, you're fucking getting in a ton of calories from, you know, um, pops and, and stuff like that. And so whenever we cut that stuff out, then boom, you're like into a bigger deficit. But um, yeah, your expectations have to be have to be managed. Uh, but then also on top of that, that's also why we're checking biofeedback. That's why we're checking your your weight and your progress pictures. You know, I've got a handful of clients right now that they feel when they step on the scale and they send me their, their weight each week, they're disappointed. But I'm like, look at these pictures, though. Like your body has changed so much. It literally looks like you've lost 20 pounds, even though you've only lost eight, 
but they only care about the scale. Yeah, but 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 then when I actually send the pictures, they're like, oh my God, that does look amazing. You know, I didn't realize how well I was actually doing. I'm like, yeah, that's that's why all of this has to be done. It's a very comprehensive thing that we're looking at. We were just looking at the scale, most people would be very disappointed. Yeah, it's uh I think as a coach, as you know, it's our job to paint the picture of what it's gonna look like. It is. I always try to paint worst case scenario. So yes. they're expecting the worst, but hoping for the best. Yes. Um, not that I try to be a Debbie Downer, but you know, if I, I get a lot of people who have gut yeah, issues and stuff like that, and it's like, I can't be like, oh, three weeks, we're going to have this together. No, it's, it's, it could be three months, six yeah. months. Yeah. Uh, it can be a long time and uh, shit takes time. You know, we, the mm -hmm. body, I always tell people the body is not a machine. Yeah. We can't make it do what we want to do. Mm -hmm. We have to coax it into what we do and wait for it to tell us that it's working or it's ready. Yep. Um, and, and that can just take time. You know, there could be a whole bunch of variables that we had to move. I've had people where their, their body's really stubborn. I've had to make three or four changes before I can elicit any change where the first month right. is nothing. You yep. know, you could, you could gain weight the first week. You could yep. lose weight the first week. There's yeah. a myriad of things that could happen. And it's just, you think you need to go into it with an open mind and know that you're going to get something out of it, but you have to manage your expectations. And then also you need to manage your expectations, but if you're not doing what you need to do, then you can't be upset. You know, it's like, I've had people that they're, they're mad at me because they're not losing weight. And then I can think of one girl in particular, uh, I added up, in front of her, I added up all of her meals because she would put in her meal like calendars every day for the week. Like, because I only had her on three meals because she was hardly eating and she fucked up 75% of the time. Yeah. I, I think whether it was like, and I'm talking like when she steered from verbatim, like I had this or I added this or I did this. And it's like, well, you're a 25% student. Like, you'd be failing miserably in school. This isn't my fault. This is your yeah. fault. Like, if you want to get this together, like I need you, I need you to follow this. Yeah. And she quit. She was upset, but it's like, I mean, I, you're upset because you fucked up. Like yeah. you can't be mad at us when like, you're not doing everything in your power. Yeah. yeah. You know, it's like Marcus can't be mad at me because he feels like he's getting fat, but he's having 10 cheat meals a week. That's like, that's fucking yeah. Marx's issue. That's not my issue. Yeah. Those no, aren't sure. in the plan. Yeah. Yeah. You know, those aren't in the plan. Yeah. No, no, yeah, definitely. And then, I mean, I think the, the other biggest expectation is um, there's no, there's no, there's no end date or end goal that we're, yes, we're trying to reach a certain goal, a certain look or a certain, maybe, maybe it is a number on the scale that you're, that you have set in your mind, regardless of what we've talked about expectation wise, but just because you get to that doesn't mean that it's over at that point. We, that's why you have to focus on the actual habits, on the actual skills, on the mindset, on the journey of it. Because once you get there, there's still work to be done. There's still work now to maintain that. There's still work now to, yeah. to you know, replenish your metabolism or whatever that looks like. And honestly, once you get to that goal, let's set new goals. You should be setting new goals. Otherwise, you're just going to get complacent and lose the, the one thing you actually got. Um, you have to be really signed up mentally for the long term, whether that's the long term with us or, hey, I'm going to learn what I can with these coaches. And then I'm going to go apply this to the rest of my life and do the best that I can with it. Um which needs to be what it's looked at, you know. Yeah. Um, I, I feel like so many people they get so caught up in like a, this 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 specific specific end date and goal, and then once they get there, they just say, "All right, now I can go back to my normal life." Well, this should be your normal life, at least at least ninety percent of the components of it. Yeah, you know. Uh, all right, uh, prioritizing the gym over sleep. I'll have a lot of clients that will say, "Hey, I'm getting up at four a.m." 
to, to go get these workouts in. Listen, I love the discipline. I love your intention with it. I love that you're prioritizing the gym. Maybe you have before, maybe you haven't before. That's great. But are you going to bed at 8 p.m.? Because that's about the time you need to be going to bed if you're going to bed at 4 a.m. So yeah. Doing that. And and most times they're not. Most times they're, they're still going to bed at 10, 11, 12 and getting up at four. And if that's your only time to work out, then yeah, maybe a couple days a week. But if you're doing that every single day, you're cutting out hours of sleep that you absolutely need. Yeah, I'm very mixed on this. It's, uh, you know, is that the only time you're able to train or is that what you're choosing to train? It's, yeah. yeah. And what are you prepping? Are you just a gen pop client? Yeah. Are are you committed? Like if someone's doing that, it shows me they are committed. Mm -hmm. um, but I think it's, uh, man, that's a slippery slope. It's like, mm -hmm. I think that's so case by case basis. It is. There's a lot you of, you in it. Yeah. Cause there are times where I've told people, well, I, and this is prep specific where it's like, I, I don't, I don't know what to do. I'm running out of time my day. I'm like, you're just kind of have to wake up earlier. Yeah. Like that's really all you can yeah. do. And, and I think that's very case by case and that's not for everyone, but nine times out of 10, I will prioritize sleep over the gym. Yeah. Um, you know, if you wake up, you feel like shit, I'd rather you just go back to bed mm -hmm. than go train. Um, if I'm having a bad day, you know, I, I, what was it? Uh, Tuesday, maybe I felt like shit. I was exhausted. I just felt kind of nauseous all day. Yeah. I just, I felt like I might've been starting to get sick. So I just skipped it and I came home and I rested and I woke up Wednesday and I felt fucking great. Yeah. But you know what? There's a time where back in the day I would have trained my ass off anyways. And I probably would have woken up Wednesday with the flu Yep, because that's happened to me a ton of times. Almost every time I've had the flu, I felt run down and then I've smoked a workout. Like yeah. I'm talking PR to everything. Yeah. And then yeah. I woke up the next day, deathly sick. Yep. Yep. Um, yeah. Yeah. That's a, that's a very good point. You know, listen to the body. I, that's something I used to do as well. You know, if I, if I felt tweaked at all, like physically, or if I just felt tired cause I didn't sleep well that night. Um, I mean, there was shit times in high school out partying and stuff. And then I was like, on a couple hours of sleep and going to the gym the next morning. And oh yeah. Part, I would drink till 3am and then wake yeah. up at eight and go train. Yeah. Yeah. And, and like at that age, you, was it optimal? Fuck no. But like, could we do it? Yeah, we could do it. But was that necessarily smart? No. And honestly, a lot of those times where I was going in, you know, sleep deprived or, um, you know, had been drinking or something like that. That's usually when I would get something would be tweaked. Something would be yeah. injured that day because your body hasn't recovered, especially the way that you're trying to go train with it. You know, if you are going to imagine if we did that now, Oh, oh my God. God, I don't, I don't know what I would need some, some massive, um, stimulant drugs in the morning to go make that happen. Yeah. That, that, that ain't happening. Yeah. If honestly, at this point, if I'm drinking on a day or a night, I've already planned that, Hey, I'm not going to the gym tomorrow. Yeah. Like yeah. I've already planned out my week that I'm not doing that because I know again, manage my expectations. It's probably not going to happen. I'm probably not going to feel good. My recovery is going to be dog shit. Like, you know, I wear my whoop band on most. Yeah. I said, whoop. whoop. Um, my recovery is usually, you know, 80, 90% on most days on, on a normal day. But then if I have a drink, just even just one drink or a couple drinks, um, it's below 20% the next day, regardless really what time I drink. If I, it was day drinking is a little bit different, but um, anywho though. All right. Next one though, being a victim of circumstances instead of being flexible and adaptable. This was kind of coming back to, oh my God, to, I hate to, this one. to the, to the meal prep situation. Like, Hey, I didn't get a meal prep on Sunday. Um, so I didn't do it the rest of the week. That's kind of a, an example of being a victim of your circumstances. Um, on the flip side of things, I had, I had uh, a couple clients 
uh, married couple. They coming back from like the gym or something uh, right before the fourth happened. Uh, somebody came across the highway, hit them, smoked them into like the ditch and like rolled their car. They walked away with like just scratches, like nothing. Their car was completely totaled and fucked. I don't know how they walked walked out of it. Um, but that would be a circumstance that a lot of people would just completely lose all of their, their fitness and everything, especially because it's not solidified in their life yet. And instead, they were so grateful for that situation. They made it a even bigger you know, plan to get to the gym, to meal prep, to have all their food ready to go and to conquer that week because they were grateful for still being here with it. So like that was a, that was a circumstance they could have easily had a horrible week because of what happened to them on that Saturday. And it said they had an amazing week. Yeah. I, I really hate the victim mentality stuff. It, it kind of pisses me off. It's like, I wish people would take ownership of what they're doing more. Yep. Yep. Um, you know, I was five minutes late to record the protein bros podcast and I could have easily said, Hey, sorry, I was running late all morning. I had to go pick this up. And I got this, yep. and then I was just running behind. But what I did say was it's true, was that I should have set an alarm on my phone to alert me of when I needed to leave, and I didn't, and I just kept yeah. working. Yeah. So I apologize. Yeah. You know, it's easy to try to blame someone else. It makes us feel better. Mm-hmm. Uh, but a lot of America has a victim mentality. You know, I think we can all benefit from reading uh, extreme ownership. And it's like everything that happens is is your fault. You know, even if the contractors, I, I said this yesterday, the contractors fucked up. That's my fault. I hired him. Yeah. You know, yeah. Uh, it all comes back to you, you know, and it's, it's frustrating. And I love seeing that married couple stick with it. And, you know, I'm going to go up on a tangent here because. Yeah. With this victim mentality, we see parents all the time. They're, I don't have time. I don't have time. This is hard. I don't have time. And it's like, you can make time. You can make efforts. Now, there are very few people that I've coached that I'm like, yeah, you really just don't have the time. Mm-hmm. And I'll tell them that. You yep. know what I mean? Yep. And I try to make things as easy as possible. But it's like, if you have kids, excuse me, sorry. I feel like it is your duty to be in good physical health. Yep. One, it teaches them how to maybe be in good physical health one day, which is health as well. I mean, studies are coming out now where, you know, they're busting the myth health at all weights. It's not, it's no. not healthy to be no. too big. Um, you know, secondly, you can play with your kids more cause you're not as tired. You're not hurting. Um, three, I literally watched a video where this lady tripped fell down and her stroller was rolling down a hill towards crossing traffic and and she fell and she could not even get up yeah no she couldn't get up yeah so like she couldn't get up from from her knee and someone eventually stopped stopped her stroller yeah her health and and then i think went over and helped her up (laughs) yeah her health almost killed her child yeah now did her health directly kill her child no, but she was not in physical. If you cannot get up from a knee, mm-hmm. that's an issue. Yeah. And that is not good for your children to see because it does not set a good example. No. And, you know, yeah, my kids see me smash pizza. I love pizza. I love burgers. But you know what? My kids also see me get up every morning and go for a walk. Mm-hmm. My kids also see me weight train. My kids also see me eat my diet plan. They see me trying to improve my physical health or at least keep it where it's at. And they see me trying to get stronger and better. And like, 
and putting in effort and that carries into everything they do. Oh, you know, if you're taught effort and you're taught intensity and you're taught, you know, just trying that goes better than just being a victim. You know, if I complained all the time, my kid would start complaining, but you know, my kid, you know, my kid wants to do instead. He wants to work out. He wants to read a book because that's what he sees his mom and his dad do. Yep. Yep. Yeah. They're, they're absolute sponges. You know, I, again, without my own kid, I mean, soon enough, but, uh, you know, being, being an educator, being a, being a teacher, it was like, these kids are sponges. And if I'm essentially their, their one male, like superhero here at the school, then it's a hundred percent my job to demonstrate the, the best options I can, you know, should you necessarily eat in front of your kids all the time, like at school? No, but like, I would actually go like for, me, for my third graders, I would see them before I'd go to lunch and I would go heat up my meal. So they would see the foods that I'm eating, like as they're playing, you know, I'd go take a couple bites and whatnot, but like they're seeing what I'm eating on a daily basis. I mean, all my students at the entire school could probably tell you what my diet looked like, at least at school. But, um, you know, coming back to Max though, he's also in the gym, you know? So when he is at the gym, he's seeing all these people working out all the time. He's seeing the meals they're heating up and, and, um, there's no way that's not a piece of his life as he gets older with it. Yeah. It's because that's, that's what he's seen. And the, the great thing about it too, is that you're not even having to teach. You're not having to preach any of this stuff. Like you might have different conversations over the course of time, but you're not having to say, Hey, you need to eat healthier or, Hey, we don't eat sweets or, Hey, we, um, we need to go work out. Like it's more, we're just doing that shit. And then he's yeah. just long for the ride. He's just seeing it happen. And so it'll just be much more natural for him. And then, yeah. and then when, when he's 25, 30 years old, he's not going to have to hire you or I, you know, or another coach to teach him a healthy lifestyle because his parents did. He knows it. it he did it, all It's that. Yeah. so important. I mean, I, I know it kind of happened to you this week, but like I've been approached by multiple parents who want me yeah. to train their seven, eight, nine, 10 year old. Yeah. Why? It's not for sports performance because they think they're overweight and they need to lose weight. Yeah. And my first question is, what are you guys doing at home? Mm-hmm. okay because you aren't a picture of health typically yeah. the parent is not a picture of health themselves and you can't be a hypocrite no and now do i like that you want your son to be healthier or daughter i i love it of course but you're not trying to help anything you're you're still doing what you do you're still stopping at fast food you're still buying processed you're shit. not being the leader for your family that they need obviously exactly and it, it starts with i mean to me it's, it starts with an atomic household it starts with a strong father and then a mother and then those two will lead by example. And then that goes down to their child. You know what I mean? It's just, yeah. I'm very passionate about that. I, I could go on yeah. a rant all day, but it's oh, like, yeah. it's just, I, I even if you don't want to work out, I, I feel like it's just imperative that you teach your kids how to take care of themselves and how to not eat like an asshole and how, you know, it's just, it's huge. Well, and, and it also, and this, this could be our, our last one today, because I think that we have a, a chunk of, list left and i think we keep, keep on adding to this we always wanted to do a, a grind you know what grinds our gears yeah. this is kind of it on accident but um no i mean to take it even a step further though is like how do you also manage your stress you know are you coming home and just binging binge watching tv for or drinking four, for four hours or drinking or doing whatever your vice is like we all have vices like it's not a huge deal but you're also making those very very uh, apparent to your kids as well how you're doing it what is your energy whenever you walk in the door you're coming home, regardless if you had a really shitty day, if you're coming home. And again, I, I don't even like talking too much on this topic just because I don't have my own kids. So it's easy for me to say this without a kid, but I'm looking forward to also living that life as well. But when you're coming home and you have a shitty energy and you're bringing that into your home, whether you have a kid or not, 
you're responsible for that energy. And they're also going to now be affected by that. Um, yeah. I mean, I, I worked from four to six, 4 a.m. to 6 p.m. yesterday. I was on the road for five hours. Yeah. I had to fix multiple things. I had a meeting. I yeah. had a podcast. I and I told and I told you, I was like, when you were leaving the gym, I was like, you're going to go home and go to bed early, aren't you? And he was like, no, I, I got to hang out with Max. Yeah, I went home and Max doesn't care. He's excited to see me. He wants to play. Exactly. And I'll be honest, I ate like shit yesterday. I had a burger and some onion rings. And then I had uh, some chicken, some eggs and some sourdough bread before I went to bed. But it's because I didn't really prepare. Yeah. But that's okay because I'm at a point now where like it doesn't bother me. And I don't mind fasting a little bit and then getting something later. Yeah because it doesn't bother me, but I still eat healthy 85% of the time. Of course. You know, yeah. but I have time for that junk. But it's like, yeah, I came home. Max wanted to cuddle. He wanted to see me. You know, I get in bed. Tatiana wants to talk to me. You know, we have some important stuff. That, you know, we're talking about, do we want to sign Max up for football season or not? Because we have yeah. a lot going on. Our, our new daughter's about to be here. It's like, yeah. I can't just come home and, and ignore everyone and go to bed. Like, they need my attention. You yeah. know what I mean? Speaking of attention, what are you doing? Oh, he slept in today. Good morning. Good morning. How's my man's? Ah. One second. Good morning, Max. Good your morning. hair, your hair looks good today, man. Thanks. Yeah, you, you get sleep a good. You slept good. Did you just wake up? Yeah. Yeah. What do you What are you gonna have for breakfast? Ooh, what are you gonna have? I don't know. What do you want? Uh, I'm going to have I'm waffles, eggs, and cowberries. Cowberries? Berries? We'll see. That sounds like a great breakfast, Max. You're making me hungry. I need to go eat, too. All right, I'll see you later. See you later. I got Bye, gymnastics Max. today. I got gymnastics today. Good luck at gymnastics. Have a blast, buddy. Did you tell Did you tell Marcus that you played football this week? I played football last week. I know you you were you were wearing your Colts jersey. I saw you the other yeah, day. Yeah, who's our favorite team? The Chiefs. The Chiefs. No, we say boo Chiefs. <laughs> boo Chiefs. No. Go Colts. Go Colts. Oh, man. You guys did beat us right, last year. Go watch some cartoons. Okay. Bye. Uh, yeah, see? Case in every, point. Not even, morning. not even prompted to say, hey, eat something healthy. He yeah. just said, hey, waffles, eggs, some berries. Fuck yeah. That's literally what he gets every morning. Yeah. Awesome. And, uh, and he's looking forward to that. Yeah, he loves but, it. But, you know, if you would have given – if if you made donuts or something – shittier you know and, and no, he still loves that food. stuff no of those course are, but it's out treats exactly you know, after he lost his first exactly. tooth we went out and got donuts as a fan yes yes but uh, if that was his just normal monday through friday routine what's he going to ask for donuts because that's yeah. norm um you know for me it was always like those little chocolate chip little mini muffins and stuff growing yeah. up yeah and i'm like yeah that's delicious i would love some of those right now but there's absolutely zero nutritional value in that and that was just my breakfast well, then what happens? Oh, it spikes your blood sugar. So you're super hyper and then you can't focus and then you crash and then you're tired and then you can't focus. And then oh, yeah. this kid has ADHD. We need to put him on Adderall. Yeah, no shit. Yeah. You just uh, feed him better. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it, well, and again, that's, you know, I, 
clients whenever they're having different like health things and whatnot, I'm like, we need to focus on, on, on the basics. We don't need to take, I mean, you might need to take a medication, whatever, but we don't need to go to that extent. Most of the time, if yeah. we just circle back and focus on some lifestyle things. And then if that's not working and we're doing all of those things, right. We're checking all those boxes. Then yeah, let's, let's, you know, take it up a notch and do the next level to it. But, uh, yeah, well, I think that was a perfect way to end it. Good job, yeah, Matt. Good. Hey, have you have you watched that uh, quarterback thing on Netflix? Uh, the, just the first episode. So I watched the first episode last night. It's actually really good. I enjoy it. And uh, I like Kirk actually, Cousins. Yeah, he's just such a such a, a freaking dad. nice guy. I love well, it. Yeah. Uh, just everything about them is just so like just like normal American. wholesome. Yeah, yeah just yeah. wholesome. It, except for his backyard. That backyard was crazy. I can't uh, it was the one where they're like having a bonfire. And oh like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Had the pond, and then like the, yeah. the the sunset was crazy. But yeah. um, yeah, there it was. Uh, week four when you guys played us, I fucking know. I and saw. he was like, he's like, hey, the blue team. That's right, go Colts. <laughs> and then it would like go to Mahomes, and he'd be like, ooh, ooh, red team, <laughs> boo Chiefs. And so every time they would pop that, they would go like Kirk Cousins, and he would watch it, and then it would come back to Mahomes. He'd be like, yeah. boo, red team. Another another example though that kids are sponges. Even though some of that is more like you're trying to teach them that. It's I like, definitely push that one, but, but it's but, still sponge. Yeah. Well, well, exactly. And like he's gonna grow up, and that's gonna be kind of how he leans with it. So if you're coming home and doing shitty things, if you're bringing bad energy home, guess what he's gonna do as he gets older. Guess how he's gonna treat food and everything else. But anyway, dude, good good talk today. Like I said, let's save the rest of the list. Um, and we will circle back to to those things. Yeah, good stuff. I'll Later. see you guys next week. I'll see you Saturday. Uh, once again, if you guys want to get a hold of me, it's Blank Slate Fitness underscore 91 on Instagram. If you want to get a hold of Marcus, it's Thriving Lives Fitness. If you guys listen to this and you don't, well, it's too late. It's going to be Monday before this comes out. Too late. But, <laughs> all right, so it's coming out Monday, though. So the S2 barbecue, though, is coming Is up this coming Saturday, Saturday at the Ward Parkway? If you guys did not get a chance to come to the grand opening, Come out to the uh, barbecue body shop. We'll be out there. We will be sponsoring the bench press contest. Mm-hmm. Come by, say hi, shake hands, kiss babies. Uh, I think Marcus may be there with his beautiful face. Be uh, my ugly face will be there. You know, we'll have a couple people out there. Hopefully, Tatiana doesn't go into labor, and uh, we'll go from there. Maybe we'll do yeah. a podcast live from the hospital. I think Tatiana would fucking love that. Let's, yeah, let's, I think you know, she would too. Let's go, let's go for that. Regardless when you guys have the baby, let's make sure we yeah. plan a podcast recording for then. See, breathing <laughs> through a uh, through a contraction. I'm like, you shut up. I'm trying to record a podcast. <laughs> oh fuck it. Uh, all right, cool man. Well, right, you, have, you have a good weekend. Everybody else have a great week. Yeah, I'll uh, I'll talk to you tomorrow, man. Yes, sir. All right, yes, bye. Sir. See you.